0: Welcome to our weekly energy update with investor Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, Len. Last week saw further falls in oil and Brent reached a low of $76.60 per barrel. Against this backdrop of weak prices, OPEC Plus are meeting on this coming weekend. How might they react to recent developments?
1: well it's a very interesting question of course it is a is a challenging time given the lows you've just mentioned but we did have some comments from the saudi energy minister last week on the market movements um in, in quite a familiar sort of style he blamed the price moves on speculators he said it, the market isn't weak uh he said people are pretending it's weak and it's all a ploy the words used and really his point uh is that uh, he says that uh, people are confusing seasonal variations in exports with uh, changes in production but if you look across the forecasts from the International Energy Agency, from the uh, US Energy Information Administration and OPEC, it is really only OPEC that uh, see the market as being tight in terms of there being scope for an increase in OPEC output by not rolling over the additional voluntary cuts. And all these forecasters are looking at uh, supply and demand, they're not looking just at exports. Now, previously, when the Saudi energy minister has made these kind of criticisms, uh, there's often been an accompanying warning that uh, speculators are going to be taught a lesson. Um, and that's manifested itself by a surprise cut in production, which has led to a rally and hence uh, the short sellers have lost money. But there wasn't any of that this time. And um, perhaps this is because Saudi is already producing so little oil around nine million barrels per day because of the additional voluntary cuts that it's undertaken. And that compares to lows over the Covid period of 8.5 million barrels per day. And obviously, that was a point of uh, particularly extraordinary demand weakness. So this raises the question about whether the Saudis would be prepared to deepen their cuts still further, if indeed that's necessary.
0: So has the market been falling because people think that Saudi Arabia won't extend the cuts?
1: Well, I think given how weak the market has been recently, I mean, you mentioned the the fall to 76.60, and given the, the logic of the additional voluntary cuts in the first place, which was to try and stabilize the market, market was uh, going down to 70 earlier this year. Really, the lower the market goes, the more likely it is that the Saudis will have to extend the cuts. And perhaps uh, some of the recovery we've seen in the last uh, few days, uh, where Brent's gone back over $80 per barrel, is because the particular short sellers have perhaps uh, felt that, that uh, things have gone a little bit too far, um, because there is a chance the Saudis could ex- extend the cuts. But nevertheless, the market is in a very very different position now to where it was say at the end of september when we were talking about brent going to hundred dollars per barrel there is a risk that even with the additional voluntary cut being extended that, that perhaps might not be enough the market might still be in a surplus and also perhaps the cut will will only be extended for a limited period maybe to the end of the first quarter as that's a period of particularly weak expected demand or perhaps that the cuts would be shared out with um, other members Uh, rather than them just sitting with with the Saudis. Uh, And then you have the risk of them not being properly implemented. Um, So clearly a lot of uncertainty ahead of uh, the OPEC meeting at the weekend.
0: And when can we expect to hear the outcome?
1: Well, OPEC used to meet during the middle of the week, um, but uh, has uh, recently shifted to this approach of having holding meetings on the weekend, um, presumably because that avoids this sort of dialogue feeding back into the market as discussions progress. And before OPEC has uh, been able to put together a consistent narrative to put out to the market, by which time the market's already moved. But uh, the downside, though, of doing it this way, although it's great because as soon as the market opens, you you know what uh, OPEC have decided and why they've decided it. The downside is that it's um, the news hits the market at a point of very limited liquidity uh, early on Monday morning in Asian time. That will tend to exacerbate any moves on any surprises in the decision. And of course, that uh, can lead to momentum building up that feeds into more regular trading periods when liquidity uh, increases again. In, in, for example, in London time.
0: Thank you, We'll Mulcher. Again next week. Thank you, Len. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investech's weekly energy update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on mcpherson at or visit investtech.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.